once you've won one, how do, how do you think it it makes you feel going forward? More hungry or you feel like, uh, oh, I know I can get there. I mean, I, I wonder how that is for you. Yeah, well, if you like chocolate cake and you eat a piece uh, and then you have one dangled in front of your face, you're probably going to want to eat that too. Not much is going to stop you. So, I mean, that's how... That's how you feel about the stirball. I mean, that's uh, that that is the chocolate cake with the ultimate frosting, and then uh, you, you need to you're going to try to go get it if you can. You know, that's the best you can. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. We've lost Joe. Welcome back, Beck QL Daily, presented as always. By FanDuel Sportsbook, Andy Reid, the voice of yesterday. Listen, how do you get Wait, What was he saying? What was he trying to say? The question was, as we get set for Division Round Weekend here, and we'll have to start with the Chiefs' bills now. So Andy was asked yesterday, you know, <laughs> the motivation factor, right? They've been in a lot of title games in a row. They won the Super Bowl. They've been in multiple Super Bowls. Like, how do you get up again? How do you get this team up again? And and Andy's oh. analogy, as they always are with food, it's like a cho- piece of chocolate cake. Like, you have a great piece, you dangle another one in front of me, I want another piece of chocolate cake. And he ended it by saying, the Super Bowl is the ultimate chocolate cake. I thought he was saying, like, a piece was, dang- was dangling from his mouth. I was like, what is he talking about? The walrus loves his cake, I guess. And, or, well, I don't know yeah. what weed he's smoking, because that could be... It's always food. It's always food. Oh, it's the cheeseburger after wins, yes. right? He's gonna go get a cheeseburger. Well, he—I mean—he was famous when he was young. He's so he's Mormon and he's a bigger guy. Like, he has no vices, he says, except he's Mormon. Yeah, he has no vices except eating, and eating is Andy's thing. That guy will put away a ton of food, including so chocolate what, cake. When he was in Philadelphia, I—I'm I, you know I don't even cover the guy. I just follow the NFL closely. I hear him talk about ice cream, cheeseburgers chocolate cake there is there anything else we're missing during the philadelphia days that you can recall yeah well they should t- taco tuesdays uh they had taco <laughs> tuesdays in philadelphia like lebron then, him and lebron hanging yeah. out and then fast food fridays they, they used to bring a different fast food on the plane to wherever they were flying to for the game like whatever it was it's like local chains or big chains i don't know fast food fridays was a thing though andy food was a big part of the whole thing still is and now he's got the barbecue in kansas city <laughs> So he's living it up. All right, let's start there. Sunday, Chiefs and the Bills. It is a two-and-a-half-point number. Boy, it is a small line for a Chiefs team that has been incredible for I mean, basically three months now. Since they lost, was was that around the time they started to figure it out post the Bills loss in early October? Sure, their schedule. They also lost the Titans. Maybe the Titans was after that. But the Chiefs had all that trouble. Beginning of the year, Aaron, they struggled, yeah. their defense, and then – then around they mid-October. couldn't stop anyone. Right. They weren't covering ATS. All the storylines we just kept harping on. Sure enough, here they are. Back in a, a division round again at home. Yeah, I, I think it was around mid-no, mid-October. They lost the Titans, Bills, right. then it started to turn. Um, well, yeah, after that Bills loss, they took care of Washington, of course, because everybody does that. And then they lost by by 24 to Tennessee. But after that, they didn't that lose until it. week 17. Mm-hmm. It was a field goal game against the Bengals. So, yeah, that, that is when they started to turn it around. So they were um, – Kansas City was two-and-a-half point favorite in this game against Buffalo. And what do we have here? What's the line? Two-and-a-half. Two-and-a-half. Same spot, same line, even though it was so long ago. Um, 
a lot has changed, sort of. See, the the market was still kind of higher on Kansas City at that point. Then they started. To, then the market's like sold them, and then the sports betting market came back. Like, oh man, look at this run. Kansas City's back one hundred percent. What's fascinating is watching Saturday night Bills Patriots. The takeaway from a lot of people was either, "Holy cow, get on board with Buffalo," or Josh Allen was miraculous. I don't know that he can repeat that again. Can he do that again? I'm not sure that he has to, but when you t- you look at his performance that he had against Kansas City, like that would be one of those performances you say, okay, the n- numbers-wise, touchdowns-wise, it didn't quite meet Saturday, but he's phenomenal. 139 quarterback rating, three touchdowns, no interceptions, efficient, 15 completions on 26 uh, passing yards. Yards per play in the game against KC, 8.1 to 5.0 8-1 to 5-0 you're not going to see that yards per pass Allen I mentioned 15 completions he had 315 yards it's over 12 yards per pass it was phenomenal and Mahomes couldn't stop turning the ball over like that's that's really that was the difference in that game it was two interceptions one fumble Pringle also fumbled 4-0 4-0 in the turnover department that was the game right there I know Allen was great, but the game—the game was all the turnovers, and that—that that was uh, we were still in that stage when Mahomes was having issues with the interceptions. So I'm glad you brought up the turnovers. So like, of those things, like the, we saw, saw this matchup in October, it was 38-20 Bills. Josh Allen played amazing, like he was great. Josh Allen, that could happen again. The Chiefs played sloppy, four turnovers. I don't expect that again. That's the one. That's the part of that game that. That score got out of hand because of the turnovers. Four to zero, she flips scores. That makes a one-possession game a three-possession game, which is what that became. I, I think we're getting a close game, and but I can't. But the can't, go ahead, Aaron. The Chiefs' offense wasn't clicking like it did it later in the season. So I, I I don't know if this is where you're going, but you could definitely look at the over. Um, like Crack was saying, I think twenty-seven and a half first half and then 54 and a half is the total when they played earlier and you were getting a chiefs team that isn't the same team 38 to 20 that's 58 maybe the total i mean josh allen obviously put up a lot of points um right in this one the, the first um on october 10th um but i don't know maybe it is a higher scoring game this total is going to close higher than it is right now. Right now, it's 54.5 over at FanDuel. It opened 53.5. People are going to keep betting the over. In October, when they played, it closed at 56.5. I could right. see a closing 55-56 range for sure. It's going to keep going yeah. up. So if you, if you plan on betting the over, just do it right now. The other part of that uh, the box score, you dive into it last time, Josh Allen had 315 yards on just 15 completions. I and mean, that's right. nonsense. Like, that's ridiculous video game kind of stuff. That that's you got to figure the Chiefs' defense will have more resistance. Now, they may get torched. They may get touchdowns. But I can't imagine the big plays are going to be there for Buffalo the same way. So that that will limit this. I This is a very difficult game to call. It's very hard not to try not to watch the Bills last week and not react to that. I mean, that mm-hmm. was they didn't punt. They didn't punt against Bill Belichick. That was one of the great offensive performances we've seen in NFL playoff history. That was a smackdown last week, and now they get to go on the road against a team that, it's interesting, because they really built their team to beat the Chiefs. That was their whole mantra last offseason. They needed to figure out how to get to that level, because the Chiefs are the team you have to get through in the AFC playoffs. 
They get their chance. You know what's interesting, though? Remember that game on November 7th? They lost 9-6 to six to the Jaguars. The Bills. Oh, like, yeah. I, I don't know why, even though recency bias, what we saw from the Bills was incredible, a part of me just gets scared. <laughs> like, what Bills team are we going to see? Well, I think it's with Josh Allen that and the Bills, especially Josh Allen. The variance is so – it's so high. I mean, when Josh Allen – let me put it this way. If these two quarterbacks both play their peak on Sunday, who's the better quarterback? So you have to, you're pausing. You're not I, just I'm, I'm pausing now. Before this year, you never pause on that question. Right. Of course. That, that's, yeah. that's why I think, but the other side is, and Aaron, you're getting at it. Josh Allen has been erratic. It's, it's very, it's forget the cold thing. It's just difficult to trust him week to week that he could play like that. Any quarterback to play like that. I think the bills can win this game. I also feel like if one quarterback is going to lose the game, it's probably Josh Allen, not you Patrick know, I, I don't know that – I was high in Buffalo coming into the season. I've bet on them a lot. I wish I was holding some of the futures, but I, I, I'm not. But when you go through their six losses this year, I feel like everyone provides a lot of context. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make excuses, but they're all close. They're, they're – they're all close. I, I know Aaron brings up the Jacksonville one, and I, I would assume that every team that we can go through, we can find a dud, and the Jacksonville one is just so bad because they were yeah. favored by so much in such a horrendous team this year in Jacksonville. Right. But like all of the other losses, there was so much context, and they did go through that patch when they lost four games in six weeks. But Tampa Bay game, that goes to overtime. That's a coin flip situation, right? And they were also on the road. I said it when we were previewing the New England matchup. That win game on Monday night, I throw it out. I did not care about the results of that game at all. Uh, There was a Jacksonville dud. At Tennessee, they lost by a field goal. They're the one seed. So we should be looking at that that now. Like, Okay, that, that was an impressive loss. Week one against Pittsburgh. That didn't look good. But they had a million opportunities. Wasn't wasn't there some rough stuff going on, too? They had a million opportunities to win the game. So I, Buffalo Since is just as good, if not better. They've, yeah. They have been consistent. Um, ever since they lost to the Colts 41-15, the Bills have been much more consistent. So I guess that's what matters most, you know, how they're playing in the second half of the season. Yeah. Yep. And there was a terrible game by Josh Allen against Atlanta. And the Jets, the last game of the year, they hung around much longer than they should have. And I, and I get it. People don't want to buy all the way in. And Mahomes has been doing it for a longer period of time at that high level. But, yeah, there's no – you could make a very strong case that they're going to walk into Arrowhead and win. I can't wait for this, uh, this Sunday night game. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Buffalo wins the game. And yeah. I, I've, I don't think I've, I've said that about a Chiefs playoff game at home in a long time. Maybe the Patriots, when they beat them in there a few years ago when they were first getting going, I, I wouldn't have been surprised that happened. But – I won't be surprised Buffalo wins. All right, let's go to the other AFC game. We hit on a little bit yesterday. Uh, Joe, you threw out the money line word. The number has moved a little bit since then, so you're probably getting some more value on the money line. It is the Bengals at the Titans Saturday, three and a half. The Bengals are getting Tennessee Fair by three and a half, 152 plus 152 on the money line for Cincinnati. Total in this game is 47. Again, the injuries for the, the Bengals are the worry. But the, the defensive Huge. line, what they're getting there. And really, can they block up front against a Titans front four that really gets a lot of pressure? And 
Burrow was getting hit a lot. He was under duress. He was taking some sacks on Saturday. It didn't matter. They still won. But that's the, my fear in this game. It's that it's, does he have time to beat them? Does he have enough time back there to throw the ball? It's notable. Immediate money on Tennessee. As soon as this popped at two and a half, it got bet to three and through the key number of three and a half. And that's where we sit right now. Total up a hair from 46 and a half to 47. But from two and a half to three and a half, that's a big move in the NFL. The injuries, you said it, that possibly uh, possibly that big mismatch there. Something else that really popped to me uh, with the sports betting market is it feels like they have the Bengals. They have them figured out, right? Mm. Um, now, Cincinnati has covered the last five games, but look how close the last two were ATS. We have this past weekend, they were favored by five and a half earlier in the week at six against Las Vegas. Cincinnati wins by seven. Uh, Cleveland game before that they were five and a half point dogs they end up losing by five like just a hair and it can come down to one play uh, the market is, has the Bengals pretty much figured out and I think this is a really strong number and and I trust that move up to three and a half the Bengals could absolutely win but we need to see the status of that defensive line and uh, one of their key components on that D line went on the uh, IR yesterday so one thing that also concerns me about the Titans is the extra rest. Are they going to be rusty? Are they going to, is it going to take them a while to find some rhythm? And especially if Derrick Henry does come back, you know, I mean, he is a machine. He's not even human, but you know, is it going to take him a while to get going? You know, if he does come back. Um, so those are two things that I don't like about the Titans in this match. So, it's interesting. I mentioned earlier the idea that in every wild card game, the quarterback that performed better, I don't care what you think of the quarterback, the quarterback that performed better, their team won. No, there's no, it was, it yeah. was six for six. The crazy in, trend, yeah. In the divisional round, I feel like there's two games where there's a quarterback mismatch, you would say. Two games where I, I think, even though you like one more than the other, I don't know if it's a statistical mismatch. The, the, and I would say it's the Saturday games that have the mismatch. Burrow is the better quarterback than. Tannehill, and obviously Rodgers over Garoppolo. I would say in the other games, it's it's close enough. Like we, we would all take Tom Brady, obviously, but I don't think statistically it's overwhelming him over Matthew Stafford. It's Saturdays the games where it's the mismatches. Yeah, we'll see if it plays out that yeah. way. We'll, we'll see. What did Burrow you think of Burrow this past week? What did you think of Burrow in his first playoff game? I thought he, I, mean, I thought he played well. Not great, yeah. but well. And look yeah. at him compared to the other first time guys. Hurts stunk. Yeah, Kyler stunk. Mac was okay, but he just wasn't, you know, he just wasn't in the same class as the guy he was going up against. But I mean, the first time, the first time quarterbacks were pretty bad this weekend, except Burrow. Yeah, Burrow's uh, numbers: twenty-four for thirty-four, completing just over seventy percent, two forty-four, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions, sacked a couple of times, uh, seven point two yards per attempt, one ten quarterback rating. It's it's the same thing. It's not on him, but he doesn't have an offensive line and. It feels like they're another offseason away. I don't know how many pieces they can add to it, but once he has a competent offensive line, it's already watch-out time, but really, it's going to be... They, they might be in the group of that top two, top three in the AFC. They will be popular for Super Bowl futures, for him winning an MVP. That'll all be there next year. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with Becky L. Daly, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. David Behrman of ESPN joins us next right here on the Becky L. Network. 